I'm Jojo. I'm Bugs. And welcome to our podcast. We bring our sidewalk conversations to your home to discuss love, life, and how they're all wrapped up with faith. Unexpected Hope talks about life when expectations don't line up with reality. Hear true stories when only faith and resilience get you through. Let's go with the flow. Woohoo! We are in season three and we're continuing our relationship series with Ya and Joe. They say friends make the best marriages and their journey has been about 10 years in the making. Joe and Ya met 10 years ago on a blind date, parted ways, and only to find friendship and eventual love. We are excited to welcome our guest hosts, Ya and Joe. Hello. We're excited to be here. Thank you. Yes, we are. I mean, I guess most people would prefer to be friends before starting off a relationship. I mean, is that really true? It can go both ways. I've had friends who haven't wanted to, like, quote, ruin the friendship. You don't know what's going to happen, but I I support being friends first. Works out well for us. Well, I guess my first question is, like, did you guys want to be married? And what were you looking for in a husband and wife? Yeah, so most of my young adult life, I'm about 40 now. Um, Congratulations. I I wouldn't say that I was, like, looking to be married, actually. And so I think it's just interesting. So, yeah, I wouldn't have said that I would have wanted to be married. Uh, I was living a single life for, for a long time, which was encapsulated by working hard, going to school, traveling. And so that's what I was doing. I feel like that's pretty typical for men. Uh, they typically <laughs> right, like to handle their business beforehand before making commitment decisions. Yeah, I mean, that seems to be about right. A lot of it is you want to be somewhat stable in your career. You want to be stable doing this, that, and the other. And so I think a lot of it was just exploring kind of what I was and all that kind of stuff before making it serious. Because I did consider marriage to be a serious mm-hmm. uh, And I didn't want to make it lightly. And I did not. I chose well. So I'm excited. <laughs> well, what about you, y'all? Uh, well, it's funny that you say Joe's response is typical for men, because I think that implies it's maybe less typical for women. And that, that was the case in my situation. I definitely wanted to be married. I had wanted to be married for a long time. I mean, probably for 10 years before we got married, I felt very ready to be married. So, yeah, a little bit of a different experience. Well, I mean, OK, so tell me how you guys first met. Because again, this is like 10 years before you guys got married, right? Yeah. So we met uh, at a cheesecake factory uh, in Palo Alto. And uh, some mutual friends of ours set us up. And so a good friend of mine said, oh, hey, there's this girl. Her name is Ya. You should meet her. And I said, okay, you know, like, I'll, I'll definitely be up for a meeting. And so we went on a date. And at the time, I think it was supposed to be kind of a group date or a, a double date, rather. Yeah, but our friends left early, so it turned into a, a blind date, and it was fun. I thought y'all was very graceful when <laughs> I met, and just full of grace. Well, can I just back up? So, did your friends intentionally try to leave you hanging? Because <laughs> it sounds like it is. <laughs> no, it didn't. So the thing was, you know, this setup was in the Bay Area, but Joe was actually living in North Carolina at the time. And happened to be in town for the weekend. And so there was one day when everyone could make it. But 
the times didn't really overlap because our friends who were setting us up, they had somewhere to be actually a Taylor Swift concert back a long time ago before her, before her most recent Eras tour. So they had to leave by a certain time. Let's call it six. I can't remember. Uh-huh. And then I had a commitment that day and I couldn't make it before maybe like 5.30 or something, 5.45. So it was, the goal was for it to be a double date, half blind date, but it ended up being, like Joe said, like a blind date because then friends basically introduced us and ran because we couldn't make calendars and schedules work out perfectly. Okay. I mean, so you guys had like a good, a good time, it sounds like. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And so what happened after that? Did you guys continue on with the relationship or, you know, the dating friendship? Yeah. So I lived in North Carolina at the time. And so I went back, went back home after the date and we were kind of on separate coasts. And so it, it wasn't really realistic to enter into a long-term dating relationship. So I enjoyed the date. Well, this is a slight point of contention because that's just realistic to enter into a long-term dating relationship. I mean, Obviously, couples do do that, but I think it is more challenging. So we ended up not doing that. Um, we did go on a couple more dates over the next year or so, maybe even two years, because Joe was living in North Carolina, then I moved across the country, but not to North Carolina, and he had moved back. So we did go out a couple of times, but ended up not actually dating. So when did you guys actually connect again? Yeah, so some misconnections location-wise. And then I think it must have been five years, maybe four years later, we ended up in the same small group um, at church. So that was kind of our reconnection. I think might have run into each other a couple of times in the intervening time period because we had various mutual friends, but we really reconnected in that small group. It's so interesting. It, it seems like you guys went on like two or three dates i mean did you guys feel like this was the one or was it i mean there was was there some sort of kind of did we know i th- i mean for me when we first met i thought joe seemed cool like he was fun full of energy jovial i enjoyed our first date and our subsequent date but i didn't feel like oh i'm definitely marrying this guy i did feel like he seems interesting enough that i want to get to know him better you know maybe something could happen but then that kind of petered out since we weren't living in close proximity to each other. It sounds like, yeah, like your expectation of when you met that person, the, the flame will burn and then you'll get married. And then Joe, it just seemed like you just were trying to like make friends. Is that true? I'm sure that's true. So true. That's funny that. Very astute of you. That's what I do. And so Joe, when, when did you finally realize, okay, I, I kind of want to get to know you more in a more kind of girlfriend wife way? Girlfriend wife way. Yeah. So really for me, it was, we were in small group and y'all was, you know, you get to know people in a, in a group context and just see how they interact. And, and there was, you know, there was less pressure, honestly, than like a, a date. It was just kind of like, oh, and then you notice, you know, that they're beautiful and that they're spiritually like sound and like just have good character and so I think I said yeah I I would like to date yeah and so I wrote her a letter and the letter was I think a somewhat serious letter so it was it was more serious than I was maybe in 2010 obviously so I wrote her a letter and I I met her at a restaurant and I think she was like well what is this letter I don't think she knew what to expect 
And so I wrote her a letter and uh, I, did I read it to you or did I give it to you? You gave it to me. I gave it to you. Yeah. Well, well, I do have a question, y'all. So what what were you expecting in this dinner date? Did you just feel like it was like a hangout? Yeah. Or... Uh, I was so confused. It was a lunch and I remember I had been traveling a lot. So I, you know, that's why, like, why do you want to grab lunch or what do you want to chat out about? And he's like, oh, you know, I want to see you in person. And so I was like, oh, maybe he's just going to fill me in. And, and then I thought, oh, maybe he's getting married and he wants to just give me a heads up because, you know, we dated a long time ago and that happens on TV and in the movies. And then I thought, oh, you know, Joe's a very spiritual person. So I thought, oh, maybe he had a dream about who I'm supposed to marry. So fascinating. So you never thought it was anything to do with you coming together. Yeah, no, and um, our very good friends, who were the ones who had set us up, you know, five years, no, I think at this point, eight years prior to the giving of the letter, I had told them about this upcoming lunch and they were like, oh, it's about you guys. And I was like, no, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to be what he's going to talk about. And our friends are like, no, he's definitely, he's definitely interested. And I was like, it generally crossed my mind in a serious way, you know, but even when I heard the idea, I just dismissed it. And then, so, Joe, you never actually talked to your friends before about your intentions with y'all. They didn't know. No, I, they were good friends, but I didn't give them a heads up. I just kind of was feeling it. So I wrote a letter. <laughs> and then how did you respond, y'all, to this letter? I guess it, it, it sounds like it was a letter of, I want to get to know you more and I want you to be my girlfriend. Is that kind of like what the gist was? Very clear intentions. And I would say it was more, I would like you to be my wife. It was like very wow. sort of, um, I'd say more serious than just kind of getting to know you better. Um, and it's almost funny because I feel like we almost switched places in a way from eight years prior when we had initially met because, you know, we were saying a few minutes ago when, when we met, I was like, okay, great. We're going to date. And like, if it works out, we're going to get married. And Joe's perspective was more, oh, we're just friends. We're just getting to know each other. You know, we'll just chit chat every once in a while. And then fast forward eight years, Joe was, okay, I've, you know, I know you a lot better. We've been in this life group together. I know your character. Like, I know that I want to spend the rest of my life with you, basically. And I was like, um, can we get some coffee? It was, it was kind of funny. I think our perspectives had changed a little bit. So this is so fascinating. So you wanted to get coffee. You wanted to slow down the process. Joe was kind of ramped up to get married like yesterday. So what happened after? I mean, I don't know if we ever got coffee, but we, we went, started dating. We just we started going on some dates, but without an expectation of we're getting married, which is kind of what the letter was saying, but more, but, you know, but still dates because we were interested in getting to know each other better. You know, I think when, when I talked to you guys before, I think, Joe, you mentioned about certain things that like prepared you for relationships. And this is how you that's how you kind of like approach this coffee date. Can you kind of share a little bit more about like what prepared you like during this process? Well, I think a lot of it honestly is self-discovery. So like figuring out who you are, figuring out like what what you value. We watched this show on a TV called it's Auntie Seema and she's a matchmaker. And they have this thing where everyone has a list of things that they're looking for in their spouse. And so I think everyone has a list in their mind. You know, you met the criteria on the list. Mm. And 
And I think that I was like, oh my gosh, I, I, I don't think I meant for the letter to be like, let's get married today. But I did, I did want it to be serious. I wanted to be serious about my intentions in marrying her. And I'm glad that it was. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I mean, is there certain things that like prepared you for this relationship? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I think part of it, similar to what Joe was saying, is knowing what I wanted. And I had a lot of time to think about that because I had wanted to get married when I when I was younger, like I was saying earlier. So having a sense of the characteristics and the values that matter to me. I think the other thing, and you know, maybe this is a benefit of waiting longer than I'd expected to get married, is that I also felt less dependent, maybe is the word, on dating someone and on getting married. I kind of felt like, oh, I've got a lot of things going on in life. And so like, it felt like I was my own self and I had my own hobbies and interests and all of those things as well. So I think that helped also. I mean, what would you tell, you know, single people right now who are waiting for their spouse and, you know, waiting for a long time? <laughs> I, I guess what kind of tips or what kind of advice would you give them? Well, I would say I heard this sermon in, in this period when I was waiting at a church in SoCal. I was visiting actually the same friends who set us up years prior. So, you know, some seven years after the setup, but some years before we started dating, I was visiting them and went to church with them. And the pastor was giving a sermon. And I don't even remember the full topic of it completely, but I remember he said, enjoy the stage of life that you're in while you're in it. Yeah. And it was so interesting because I feel like a little more than a handful of times have I heard a sermon and been like a thousand percent sure like this sermon is for me. You know, like often I'm like, oh, it's a good sermon. But, you know, there's a handful of times where I'm like, oh, this sermon is for me. And, and that day I was like, the sermon is for me. I just knew it was for me. And I think what I took from that was not only to enjoy the stage of life while I, uh, that I was in while I was in it, but also that that meant I would be getting out of that stage of life at some point too. And so I think that's the advice that I would give people, you know, to enjoy the stage that you're in while you're in it. And, you know, that stage may be changing at, at some point, even if it seems like it's really far away and it did at times seem very far away. But just knowing that stages of life can change was encouraging as well. Yeah, I would 100% agree. Enjoy this stage that you're in. I mean, what have you learned from marriage? Because you've been married now for almost two years now. Two right? years, yeah. We celebrate our two-year anniversary this month. So. Wow, congrats. I think I've learned to be to be interdependent with someone. Because mm. before, when we were dating, like we, we had our own like separate lives and they weren't meshed together. But now like they're meshed together. And so that's really beautiful because you have a companion and you have someone to spend time with and uh, enjoy their company. So that's, that's what I've learned. But that's, it, takes, it takes a little bit of learning how to do that well. And so, but I think we've learned. Like a huge thing is like joint decision-making, right? So like before, if I wanted to make a decision, I just made a decision. Now I have someone much wiser who helps me make better decisions, right? And so, but, but that's, a, that's a different process. So you have to learn to make joint decisions. I mean, I just, I always ask this question to like all my guests, but like, were there any Bible verses that help you get through this like dating period? Because again, it was a long dating period. And I'm sure that there were moments of just, you know, frustration and probably maybe anger at like, Lord, like, why is it taking so long? Is it ever going to happen? <laughs> 
Oh yeah, for sure. There were not plenty of those times. Um, and I think for me, a verse was Psalm 2714, which is wait on the Lord, be strong and take heart, wait on the Lord. Hmm. Um, so that that was one that when it felt like, is this ever going to happen? Just coming back to that verse what was one that I held firm to. Mm. During I know there are certain people that had to submit to not their desires, but just have to submit to, OK, like if it doesn't happen, it won't happen. Did you ever have that feeling or is it just more of just kind of you always had faith that like God was going to like bring you that person? I guess for both of you. I, I probably felt that way at times and but probably until that sermon I referenced in part because like I was saying, I just knew that sermon was for me. And it was about like I was saying earlier, enjoying the stage of life that you're in. Meaning as I interpreted it, that I would be moving to another stage of life at some point. So I think because of that sermon, I felt more like this will happen at some point. But I think before then, before I heard that, I'm sure I felt like, okay, this might be the rest of my life. So let me just figure out what, you know, what life would look like if if this is how it looks. Well, I mean, thank you guys so much for sharing your story. I know there's probably like way more. And I I, I guess I'm just excited just to see the the next couple of seasons of your life because I just feel like it's going to be great. Is there anything else that you guys want to share? Love you, baby. Love you too. I'm reminded of 2 Peter 3.9. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you. But also remember this from Psalm 27, 13-14. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. If you have any prayer requests or would like to share your story or have any story ideas, email us at jb at unexpectedhope at gmail.com.